I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast quick bite. Today, I thought we'd do part three of getting into Cindy's drawers. To the right of my sink below the counter, I have eight drawers. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on most of them, so I'll just do a quick review for you. The top one on the right is the silverware. Nobody cares. The second one down on the right is empty. We can't put anything in there because the top drawer where the silverware is is rubbing against the wood. As I told you in part one of this, there are no tracks for these drawers, just the wood itself. So as you slide them in and out, they grate against the wood. Well, we have a drawer full of sawdust underneath the silverware drawer because it's been here for 70 years now, grinding back and forth at that wood, and we cannot use the drawer below. It's annoying. We'll get it remodeled. We will sometime sometime when both the time and the money and the supply chain all work in our favor. The third drawer down, closest to the sink, is a drawer I scream at every single time I get into it. I scream at it. I really would like to scream at it right now. I could so use your help here. In this drawer are my plastic bags. They stay in their boxes until they don't. And I have this wadded up pile. So my aluminum foil is here. It sits to one side. I have on the other side, two gallon storage bags, also in its box, almost never opened. Next to that are the freezer bags. And then going sort of perpendicular to that are the two quart bags, the sandwich bags, and the snack bags. And then in the front are wadded a bunch that have been used but they were washed and then put in here to be used again because whatever they held wasn't enough to actually dirty the bag beyond use and everything is jumbled on top of itself. And when I try to put in a bag that was used, I can't find anything. I can't get to anything. It makes me want to scream and and I'm shutting that drawer and moving on. The bottom drawer. This is weirdo stuff. So I have some really old measuring cups in here. I have a bunch of bamboo sticks. I have some skewers for the grill. I have toothpicks. I have funnels. I have plastic silverware. There's a tea infuser. 
I don't really think we need to talk about this drawer. There's a straw in a package. This is, I don't know why I have this drawer. Stupid. Okay. Next to that set of four drawers that we've just finished so quickly is another set of four. On the top, this is kind of my don't know what else to do with it drawer. There's an electrical cord here that goes to a timer. This timer I sometimes use with a slow cooker so that I can um, have the slow cooker start an hour and a half or something after I leave the house. There's a bottle opener. It's one of those wine cork ones that looks like a little guy. It's got arms and you push his arms down and twist the head to get the cork in the bottle and then you push his arms down. I really like that. I like that kind of wine bottle opener because it doesn't tend to break the cork and because it's fun to use. I have jar openers that don't work. I have a jar opener that's like a handheld version of that thing you may have seen that you stick to the bottom of your cabinet that you put the jar in and it's got serrated bumps on one side and it's supposed to hold the jar lid in place while you twist it. My partner loves this. I don't. I can't make it work. I do have one of the ones that you screw to the bottom of your cabinet. I love that. It works great. I have another jar opener that has been my favorite one for probably 35 years. My uncle bought it for me after he stayed with me at my house. He sent me something and he said, I know you need this. It's called a swing away. It's got this slidey thing and like a clamp and it clamps over the jar lid and then you squeeze it tight. It is unfortunately no longer working. I have it for only sentimental value. I'm going to put that, I think, in the pile of things to go away. It's just silly for it to be taking up space in here. I have a, what is this? A champagne stopper. Oh, I didn't know I had that. I'm going to get that out. I'm going to use that. I have some stuff in my refrigerator now. It's really nice. It's a rosé of all things. It's a sparkling rosé. It's by Dark Horse, and it's called a Brut Rosé. It was inexpensive, ridiculously inexpensive. It was $9.99 for this bottle, and I really like it. It's mostly dry with just this tiny, fruity something that is really nice. It's great for breakfast. If you're having a fancy breakfast, it's also great for dinner, for just something light. Okay. Here are some more replacement wires for my cheese cutter, which I told you about from part one of getting into Cindy's drawers. Here's my only classic can opener. This has a bottle opener on one side to open a bottle of beer. It has a pointy side to open a can of condensed milk or something that you need to open with a pointy piece. <laughs> I've had this forever. That's not going anywhere. The rest of what's in this drawer is corks to put in the top of wine bottles, wine bottle stoppers. Here's a cool thing. This is a pouring spout to put in a bottle of oil. And then there are a bunch of clips, things to close bags. So carabiners are in here because I didn't know where else to put them. And bag clips of various kinds. Oh, and a can opener. I don't have an electric can opener because really... Do you really need an electric can opener? What happens when the power goes out? What happens when everything goes out and you still need to eat that can of beans in your emergency stash? You need a regular hand can opener. This one is by OXO, OXO Good Grips. So it's got nice soft handles and a big turny paddle, and that's necessary in your house. 
need to have it. This is the last thing, and it's actually just the wrapper because the actual insides ended up in some other drawer. This is called Bees Wrap. It's a reusable food wrap that's a cloth coated in beeswax. And I have a package here that used to hold three of them. They live in other drawers now. We'll find them as we go. Drawer number two. Vitamins, prescription pills, everything we take on a daily basis. Drawer number three, this is a tool drawer. I'll just tell you the bottom drawer is kitchen towels. So we don't need to talk about that one. This tool drawer has just as many useful things as the tool drawer on the left-hand side, but they're things I don't use quite as often. And I do want to talk to you about what's in this drawer because... There's some weirdo things in here, but they are also what I think of as kitchen necessities. There's really a lot of interesting things in here. So here we go. Are you ready? All right. I have an apple corer slash slicer. By pushing down on an apple, we'll slice an apple into eight pieces and remove the core. It sort of kind of works. It's hard to use. It's still a good tool. I have a potato masher. Everyone should have a potato masher, whether you're mashing potatoes or apples for an applesauce. I have a cool microwave bacon cooker. This is a plastic tray with a short handle. goes in the microwave. It's got three sort of T-shaped racks that stand up in holes. It's called Making Bacon, in case you want to look. Making Bacon Better. And... You drape the bacon over these T-shaped racks and microwave it, and all the fat just drips off. It's so smart. It does mean your bacon is always folded, but I can get over that, and so can you. I highly recommend these. It's just a really great tool. I've been using one of these for uh, uncountable years. It's the way I make my bacon. It doesn't cook in its own grease, and it's done in just a couple of minutes. Great stuff. I have all my cooking thermometers in here. So there's a candy thermometer, there's a digital probe thermometer, there's an instant read thermometer, etc., etc. I have an ancient, very cool donut cutter. This was my mother's, and before her, it was probably her mother's. It used to have a red metal handle. The paint's all flaked off of it, or mostly. It's about two and a half inches round. And you could cut round cookies with it if you wanted to use it for cookies. But it's got this little removable circle in the center. So it would cut out the center separately so you could have your donut holes. I don't use this piece. I wouldn't get rid of it for the world. I have a pastry cutter. This is also something you might want to consider for your kitchen. It's like a claw. It's like a brass knuckle with ridges that you use to cut butter into a pastry. It's really a good tool if ever you make pie crusts with butter or biscuits or other stuff like that. Here is the bottom, the electrical part of my immersion blender, which I told you I keep the top part of in the drawer with the knives because it's sharp. I have two pastry brushes. One is an old paintbrush. It's a horsehair paintbrush. It's not a paintbrush. I shouldn't say it was an old paintbrush. It is certainly not. I bought it just for cooking, but it's horsehair. And then I have this other one. The horsehair one's very hard to get clean. The oil gets in there, and you just got to wash it and wash it. It's really hard to get clean. Therefore, 
I bought a silicone brush for sometimes doing things that I don't want to spend that long cleaning. And this one's really easy to wash. It doesn't hold the oil or whatever as well, but I tend to use it first anyway to spread oil around on my pizza crust or whatever. I recommend one of these, some kind of pastry brush. I have recipes where you have to spread oil with a brush or you have to spread cream with a brush. That's what I'm using. I have a gadget here that pulls jars out of boiling hot water if you're doing a hot water bath canning. I got a gadget here that drains cans. You stick it down inside an opened can or over the top, and then you can turn the can over. There are two little handles, so you're holding it, and then all the liquid from the can drains out. This is going to sound probably silly, but I've never thought to use it on beans or canned tomatoes or any kind of canned vegetable until I saw a picture of it recently and went, oh, well, duh. What I use it for is tuna. So I put this inside a can of tuna, and I squeeze it down on there to get the liquid off of the tuna, It's a handy gadget, and you can find those online or I don't know where else. Check online if you're interested. I have this bizarre tool. I don't know what it is. It's like a Swedish dough hook, and it's round, and it looks like an alien's head. It's on this long wooden handle that's shaped kind of like a wooden rolling pin might be, and then it's got this loop of stiff metal, And this was a gift, and I've used it once. It's supposed to make mixing stiff doughs, like bread doughs or something, faster and easier. I think that's probably true. Do I need a special tool for that? I don't know that I do, and I've only used it once, but it was like, yeah, okay, that sort of works. Do I care? I don't know. All right, we're getting there. We're almost done with this drawer. Back in the back is a knife sharpener. And I like that very much. It came with something else that's in this drawer, which is a glove that you supposedly can't cut through. Then I have this weird little gadget that I got tempted by online for hard-boiled eggs especially. And also, uh, I guess you could use it on mushrooms and or strawberries. You've probably seen an egg slicer. This is an egg slicer, so it has really fine wires that go above a little cup. You put the egg in the cup and it'll slice the egg. On one side, that's what I have here. The other side has got one that will cut an egg into six pieces. Or a strawberry, if you had a really big one, or a mushroom, or whatever. And then in the middle is this thing, it sends up a needle. If you put an egg on there and push, it sends up a needle that will poke a hole in the shell of an egg before you boil it. Which, when I remember to use it, really does keep the egg from splitting as it boils and really does make it easy to peel because a little bit of the water gets in under the shell. That's what my understanding is. And then the shell slides right off. I can't say I use it as a tool. I use it as a gadget just because it's fun. It's not necessary in any way, but I like it when I remember to use it. Now we come to a little tiny little ice cream scoop. It isn't for ice cream. It's only about an inch around. And it's got that thing that when you squeeze it, it scoops the contents from the bowl for you. 
And this is what I use for cookies so that I can get uniform cookies. I scoop it into the dough. I squeeze the handle. It releases the dough, this little tiny uniformly shaped ball of dough onto the cookie sheet. Those are very fun to have. And that is also a reason to have an ordinary, regular-sized ice cream scoop that has one of these wire things that scoop the bowl clean. Like I told you, I don't keep that for ice cream, but if I want really large cookies, that is a way to scoop them out and put them on the cookie sheet. It makes huge cookies. Two more things in this drawer. I have a thing. It's a silicone thing you can stick on the edge of a pan and it will stay there while you drain the grease out. So it has a little spout, and then it keeps the contents, like the hamburger or whatever, in the pan while the grease strains through a bunch of little holes and down the spout. And the last thing in here is a metal juicer for lemons and limes. And sometimes I like to use that. So it it looks like a big spoon with holes in the bottom, and then it has a hinge, And a top that comes down and fits inside of that so that it looks like a big ice cream scoop kind of when it's closed. The trick to using one of these, if you've ever tried to use one, is to do the completely illogical thing and put the flat side of the cut lemon or lime down toward the holes. I know that sounds crazy because it so clearly matches the shape You could put a half a lemon in here and it would sit comfortably down in that bowl with the sliced top facing up and then the top part closes and goes right down into the fruit. You'll never get the juice out of it that way. The juice has to be able to come out the bottom. So as counterintuitive as it is, you actually use this by cutting your lemon, putting the cut side down so that the rounded part sticks up and then close it and it will squeeze the juice out through the holes. And then I usually flip that half over. You have this little hockey puck at that point. (laughs) The lemon will look like a little tiny hockey puck. Then I turn it over and I do it from the top because I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't get me any extra juice. But then I turn it back over and do cut side down again and I get a little extra juice. And that is the last of getting into Cindy's drawers. You've now heard about everything in my drawers. Someday we may talk about some of the cooking utensils and stuff I have, like pans and that kind of thing. Maybe I'll do an episode on appliances someday. That might be interesting, too, because I don't have that many, but I very much like the ones I have. These quick bites are every other week, and in between weeks are brand new recipes that are being posted as podcasts. They all go up on Saturdays, so you can always look for a new episode on Saturdays. Tell your friends you listen to the Cook Long podcast. Consider throwing some financial support my way, either on the ACAST support button or on the patreon.com site and look for the Cook Along podcast. And until next time, happy cooking. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.